Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He served at the Pentagon as an Army JAG. He graduated from Notre Dame and has two law degrees from Boston University and Georgetown University. He's been practicing law for over 30 years. He's your family's personal attorney. It's time for the David Carrier Show. Hello and welcome to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. You have found the place where we talk about estate planning, elder law, real estate, and business law. Give us a call, why don't you? 774-2424, that's 616 774 2424. If you have a question, a comment, or concern about wills, trusts, or probate, if you're wondering how do we beat the high cost of long term care, you might be worried about it. I don't know. Uh, <coughs> you probably should be. Uh, if you're wondering about business or uh, real estate, now's the time to call us 616 774 2424. You know, one of the things. Uh, w- Obviously, we do a lot of uh, a lot of estate planning, and I was just talking to one of our uh, one of the financial advisors who works with our clients, um, families who've done a plan with us. And uh, let me tell you, you can't talk to an attorney for more than five minutes without them uh, complaining that clients don't get it. Right? You explain and you explain and you explain, and they walk away and they don't. They don't take anything away from it. So what we've done, because most estate planning fails, I mean, the vast majority of estate planning fails. And everybody knows this, okay? This is not a secret to anybody, uh, perhaps except the client. Everybody else gets that your estate plan's gonna fail. We expect that it's gonna fail. We know it's gonna fail. You're gonna wind up going through probate anyway, even though you did, even though you did the trust. Right, that's according to one survey, it's 96% of the time. <clears throat> and I don't know, maybe it's 97%, maybe it's 93. But nobody thinks, nobody in the business, nobody, no banker, no insurance agent, no accountant or attorney or anyone else who works with this thinks it's more, uh, at least no one that's talked to me. And if uh, if you think it's more than, say, 85%, and if you're being honest, you know it's around 90, 95%. Um, call me. Tell me, hey, all my clients have their trusts all. You know, if they have a trust, it's going to work. And I know it's going to work because all the assets have been retitled to the trust. This doesn't happen, okay? You got the trust. Uh, you haven't seen the attorney since. You didn't read what was in it, et cetera, et cetera. And when you talk to folks, and I was, like I say, this conversation was not with an attorney. It was with a it was just last week, uh, with a financial advisor. And I know he's a good guy, and I know he works hard and everything else. Um, but, you know, five minutes later, talking about how, oh, clients don't follow through, and da-da-da-da-da. Okay. 
and blaming the client. You see, that that's the move. What they do is they don't take responsibility. They say it's your fault that your trust isn't funded. And legally, technically, yeah, it's your fault. You know why? Because there's a memo in that big book of documents that you got, in that binder of yours, there's a document in there that says it's your fault. See, this is how your kids wind up in probate, even though you did the trust, even though you did everything that, well, you didn't actually do everything that needed to get done, but you did everything you thought you needed to do, okay? Um, but there was no follow through. And as a consequence, your trust fails. And this is what happens like with practically every, not every trust, not every trust. And if you're, and this has just been my experience, I'm not being in making invidious uh, comparisons here, right? But my experience is engineers, engineers tend to fund the trusts, uh, but doctors don't and lawyers don't. Uh, CPAs, they don't fund their trusts either. Uh, line working people, uh, regular folks, nobody funds it except engineers. That's, that's the, I used to say executive secretaries, but now I've come across several cases where people with, who were executive secretaries didn't fund the trust. So pff, sorry about that, executive secretaries. I used to say, used to believe that you funded your trust. You don't. Engineers, it's down to, it's down to that. Mechanical, chemical, electrical engineers. You're the guys who fund the trust. And men and women, not just men. It is mostly men, but it's, you know, whatever. So unless you're some sort of engineer and you remember doing it, see, you can't not know whether or not you did it because it's a big deal. It's a lot of work. And once you've done it, it needs to be kept up, okay? And here's the deal. Everybody blames you for not having it done, right? So when you're gone on to your reward when St. Peter welcomes you home, right? Then your trust will fail and your kids will go through probate. And the attorney will point to the memo that's in that big poofy binder. You know, the poofy binder, we all use them. Um, the big binder that you got with all your documents in it, that one. Um, well, it's in there. It's, usually it's right on top, but sometimes it's in the back and sometimes it's in the middle. Uh, but generally speaking, again, 90 plus percent of the time, it'll be, it'll be right on top. So when your kids go to the attorney and say, hey, how come we've got to go through probate? Or why are you telling us we've got to go through probate? Mom and dad did this wonderful trust here. Uh, then it's right on top so the attorney can point to it and say, oh, look, mom and dad didn't fund the trust. Wah, wah. Um, now you've got to go through probate. That's what's going on. And that's what they're teaching new attorneys to do. I had two attorneys. You've heard me say this before, but I've had two attorneys. You know, we've got about, I don't know, eight or nine in the firm out of 50, eight or nine uh, folks are attorneys. Um, the rest are paralegal specialists doing specific things, but um, including funding the trust, as a matter of fact. But, uh, you know, we had attorneys go through the course. And when the issue of, how do you get folks to fund the trust came up? The answer from the you know, partner at the multi-state law firm, big deal, expert, what have you, his answer was, that's what the pour over will is for. That's why you do the pour over will, because people don't fund the trust. Again, your fault. It's on you that you didn't fund the trust. 
And it's infuriating. And and when people bring in their trust, you know, and I one of the questions I always have um, when people have an existing estate plan and they come in, I said, well, how long has it been since you've seen, you know, the person who put this thing together for you? You know, how often do you get information from them? How often do you review this thing? And, and you know what the most popular answer is? And again, 90 plus percent of the time, 90 plus percent of the time, the answer is when we sign the documents, right? Well, you didn't like that guy anyway, or gal, man or woman, I don't care. You didn't like, you know, you didn't like going through that process anyway. You know, it's like you had a filling. You know, when was the last time you saw the doctor about that filling? I don't know. When did it fall out? You know, if there's no emergency, you're not going to go do it when it comes to dentistry. And it's the same way with, uh, with estate planning. I get it. I understand. Okay. But what I want to get across is the, the, the problem in the, uh, the, the problem that attorneys have is, in my view, is that they blame you. And financial advisor, this was a financial advisor I was talking to. He did the same thing. It was like, it was like within five minutes, shaking his head. Oh, you know, you know, we tell them what to do and they just don't do it. Well, here's the thing. All right. If you, if people come to you and they trust you and they give you money to get something done. Okay. And then 96% of the time it fails, right? Maybe you're the one who's doing it wrong, right? Maybe you're the one. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't blame them. Maybe you should figure out how to get it done so it actually works. How's that for a phenomenal, unbelievable concept? Do you see? Think about your job. You know, if you're retired, think about what happened before you retired, right? If you failed 96% of the time, I don't care if you fail 50% of the time, right? And nobody thinks it's as low as 50. Nobody thinks it's that low, right? We know it's in the 80s, 90s, okay? Every, ridiculous to think it's anything less than that. But anyway, if you fail 50% of the time, would you still have a job, right? Or if you were running a business and 90% of the time, right, whatever it was you were selling to people didn't work. You're selling toilets and they don't flush, okay? You're selling uh, 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 meat. <laughs> I don't know. You're a butcher, and it and it and and it's bad. It kills people, or or uh, I don't know, whatever. You know, if you failed that much, right? Who's blaming the customer anymore? Nobody. But we get to blame the customer because you're dead now, and we're explaining it to your kids, and we have a piece of paper that explains how it was your fault. It was your fault, not my fault. I told you what to do. You're listening to The David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. We're going to figure out how to do it right. This hour of the David Carrier Show is pro bono, so call in now at 774-2424. This is the David Carrier Show. Welcome back to the David Carrier Show. I'm still David Carrier, your family's personal attorney, and I'm still inviting you to give us a call at 774-2424. That's area code 
888-528-2424. We'll get your question, comment, or concern on the air. And I know you people listening on WKZO are like, oh, 616, that's a long way away. Hey, uh, let's face it, long distance is a thing of the past. You can call us 616-774-2424. Can you even reverse the charges anymore? Is that even a thing? I don't know. You remember that back in the day when it was long, you know, long dis long distance. Remember long distance, and you have to reverse the charges. Ah, uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> just saying. Uh, if you have a question, comment, or concern about wills, trusts, probate, uh, long term care, real estate, or business law, um, we're open for business. I'm just talking today about the, you know, kind of very fundamental. Uh, and it just came up because uh, talking with a friend who's a, a financial advisor, um, they do have friends. And, uh, you know, he got into the blame game, blaming clients, blaming you um, for not knowing how things work. In, in fact, I just yesterday, um, Saturday, yeah, it was Saturday. I'm still working, right? I'm talking to somebody else and a financial advisor type. And. They said, uh, the question was, what's the uh, biggest problem with um, financial uh, advising, financial planning, stuff like that? And, uh, uh, you know, and this is a whole room full of uh, financial advisor types. And the, uh, uh, the answer was stupidity. Right? So this is a gang of advisors, right? This is a whole training thing. And what's the biggest problem? And the answer which, uh, you know, the, and the, those guys are thinking, uh, according to my, my buddy, this different fella. Anyway, he's, he's like, well, you know, we were all thinking market volatility or blah, blah, blah. And, and the answer was, no, it's stupidity. And he wasn't referring to his own stupidity, mind you. He was referring to yours, you know, the people uh, for whom he is working. Uh, that's the big problem. And there was general agreement, shock, you know, at first, but general agreement, yeah, that's a problem. Clients are stupid. And if you listen to attorneys very quickly, it's about five minutes. I swear to God, if you talk to an attorney and you're not a client, you, they're not going to tell you this. <laughs> That's why you tune in here, right? To find out what, this is what we're saying behind your back, right? Now, mind you, I don't talk to attorneys very often. I, I really try to avoid it to the extent I possibly can. But, you know, when you talk about the estate planning thing and you talk about how why trusts fail and things like that, um, what you find very quickly, what people go to, what attorneys go to is, oh, the clients don't do what we want them to do. You know, we told them to do this and they don't do it. 96% failure according to one survey. I don't know, maybe a little bit less, but not much. Anyway, how do we avoid that? My point is, it's not on, shouldn't be on the client to figure that one out because if, and this is historical. I mean, this is not, this is not, oh, it just happened last week. This is, you can't blame this on COVID or computers or anything. This is the way it's always been. So what you have to do is come up with a process that acknowledge, this is my view of the world anyway. You got to come up with a process that acknowledges where people are, see? So if you're doing a job and you fail 90% of the time, heck, 20% of the time, if you failed, you'd be wondering, am, do I have the right process here? Am I doing this right? Well, lawyers don't ask themselves that question for two reasons. Number one, we can blame you because we gave you the piece of paper 
that says you're supposed to do this, knowing full well that there's like zero plant, well, 4%, uh, zero unless you're an engineer, right? Very little chance that you're actually going to read that paper and do that thing. We know you're not going to do it. So that's one thing. But it's not our fault anymore, you see? There's no, there's no consequence. There's no negative consequence, right, to not doing it. It's easy to get away with it because we put a piece of paper, and sometimes it's two or three pages long, but we put a piece of paper in those documents you got that say you're supposed to do these things, which incidentally I know you're not going to do, or your trust will fail. Okay, And they teach attorneys to do this. Like I said, I I, I haven't seen it myself personally, but I had two attorneys went through the course. They got the certificate to hang on the wall, you know, Elder, you know, as a state planning attorney certificate, right? And what they taught them in that course was don't bother funding the trust. Don't bother doing the follow through. Run them through probate. You got a will for that. Run them through probate. That's what they're training. I mean, it just blows your mind, doesn't it? Because people did the trust to avoid probate. And they're training you, training the attorneys to go through probate. So, number one, it's not their, it's not my fault. Not my fault, your fault. You didn't fund the trust. You didn't put your stuff in the trust. You didn't follow through. Okay? It's like trying to make a cake, right? And you throw all the ingredients in a in a mixing bowl. <laughs> so where's my cake? Well, you're supposed to get me a cake. Yeah, well, I gave you eggs and you know, milk and all the rest of the stuff, and I stuck it in a mixing bowl for you. And I gave you the instructions on what you're supposed to do next. And, and, I, and I, I gave you a thing that said you're supposed to be the one to bake it. Well, I needed a wedding cake for whatever, and now I don't have one. Yeah, well, not my fault. See, that's what's going on. You got the ingredients, but there's an awful lot of work that still has to be done, which they have no intention of doing, and they're counting on you not doing it. And it's not their fault. So that's number one, not my fault. What was that, uh, Chico and the man, right? Not my job, right? Not my fault. The second thing is, it's very profitable. It's very lucrative. The money is there in probate. See, if you go through probate, and who knows how much it costs? The ARP said four to ten percent of the estate. I don't think that's. I don't think that's outlandish. I don't. I don't know exactly what it is. You know, some states they have percentages. Michigan does not, but some states have percentages where the attorney gets a certain percent of your estate, and it's within that 4 to 10% of the estate that the attorney gets uh, for, doing the, uh, for doing the probate work. I don't know. Okay, but it's expensive. So not only is it not the attorney's fault when your trust fails, they actually make more money when the trust fails because now... Instead of avoiding probate, you're going through probate. And instead of avoiding all the family uh, mishigas, all the family hoopla, all the family uh, squabbling and all the rest of it, which your trust would have done if you'd gone through probate, instead of avoiding that, now you're going through it. Well, guess who gets paid by the hour for sorting out chaos? Hmm. Let's think about that for a moment, shall we? All right. So now you're going through probate, which you wanted to avoid. 
You haven't avoided the family strife. And none of it is the attorney's fault who set up your plan. And in fact, he stands to make quite a bit more money, he or she stands to make quite a bit more money by running all your stuff through probate. Right? And you can say to you, and and listen, when you ask folks about that, when you ask folks, when folks come in and you know they want to talk or review or something like that, and say, you ask about the trust. Well, 96% of them think the trust is funded. So if you're like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, very interesting, David. Uh, yeah, I suppose that happens to some people, but my trust is funded. Really? Really? Bring it on down. Come on. <laughs> Come on down. Bring your trust and let's go through it. I bet you it isn't. I'll buy you lunch. How about that? You've been listening to the David Carrier Show. What, what's the answer? Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, you've been listening to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier. As always, your family's personal attorney. David's got the how-to you're looking for. Just call 774-2424. This is the David Carrier Show. Welcome back to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. And now's the time to give us a call at 774-2424. That's area code 616-774-2424. Yes, we're live. It's true. Every Sunday morning from 7 to 9, you can just uh, call us up. Of course, if it's not Sunday morning from 7 to 9, uh, well, then <laughs> well, this is a recording. So don't bother calling in. How about that? But uh, if it is, uh, go ahead, give us a shout. If you're thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's talking about them trusts and uh, mine is all funded and mine is super duper and I, I don't have to worry about that, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you might be right. You're probably not, but you might be right, okay? The, the problem with trust-based estate planning is this. If there's no follow-through, right? If when you set up the trust, if you didn't follow through on it and understand that most people don't, most folks don't, because the attorney is not going to do it for you. Hardly at all. And if they did, you'd know it, Okay. If you just signed your documents and got the hell out of there because, oh, thank goodness that's done. Check that box off, right? I'm, I'm finished with this, which is frankly what most people do. And I mean the vast majority of folks, right? Because you got hounded into doing a trust. You didn't want to do it. You know, it's like, uh, what's that song? I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. Uh, but they were talking about love in that case. In this case, we're talking about estate planning, you know? You made me do a trust. You know you did. You know you did. Anyway, uh, <laughs> oh, isn't it isn't it pathetic how I amuse myself? Anyway, the point being, you didn't want to do the trust anyway. You were happy when you got the heck out of there. Okay, you put it on the shelf. You said I paid X amount of dollars for that thing. I checked the box. I did what I was supposed to do. I'm a good person. Yes, you are a good person, and you paid the money and. You know, you did what you were told to do. The problem is there's a scorpion between the pages of that book, between the covers of that binder that you got, right? There's a, a nest of vipers, 
you know, a deadly scorpion, whatever. The deadly scorpion is because there was no follow through, right? Because you didn't do the things that were necessary to be done uh, for the trust, the trust is going to fail. And why do lawyers put up with that? How do they get away with the piracy of giving you a binder that's that's a that's a seething mass of scorpions and snakes, vipers? How do we get away with it? Well, the answer is <laughs> we give you a memo that said it's your fault. If you don't do these things, right? Uh, it ain't my fault. It, you take care of the vipers. Take care of the scorpions. Take care of the problems that come up with a lack of follow through. Okay, we warned you. That's the answer. Now, that's one part of it. So you say, well, jeepers aren't, you know, I thought lawyers were the nicest people in the world, right? I thought lawyers were the, uh, aren't they the good guys, right? Well, one thing is it's not my fault. But the second thing is when a trust doesn't work, what do you have now? The answer is probate, okay? and. I'm just saying, most attorneys are human beings, all the ones I've met anyway. Uh, I don't want to vouch for the ones I haven't met, but the ones I've met, they're all human beings, okay? Uh, and lead us not into temptation, right? And when you get the probate work, that's a lucrative area of practice, see? So what is the incentive on the attorney who's doing the trust? What's the incentive to actually do the follow through, okay? Because number one, it's not my fault anyway. Number two, right, I make more money. There's two other factors that are going on there as well. And the first, the third factor, so number one, it's not my fault. I can't get dinged for not following through, right? Um, because I gave you the memo. Number two, I actually make more money if you don't follow through because now I get to probate your estate which I know you thought you were avoiding probate with the trust, but that's not, how, that's, not, that's not what's really happening in the real world. The third is, this is what everybody's doing, okay? All the lawyers, everybody knows, and the bankers know it. The, I said this before. Bankers, financial advisors, insurance people, the people at the funeral home, everybody knows, everybody knows that your trust isn't going to work. Now, you may not realize it, but, well, you're always the last to know anyway, right? <laughs> and in this case, you only found out after you're dead, so what's the big deal? Well, you know, well, you didn't want your kids to go through probate. You wanted to make sure that that was taken care of, and so that's why you did this estate planning, right? So number one, not my fault. Number two, I make more money if you don't do it correctly. Number three, right, everybody else is doing it. Here's the fourth thing, the fourth factor. Clients don't like to do it. See, you come with us. I'm just saying, whenever we do an estate plan, trust-based estate plan, right, funding is part of the deal. Our trusts don't fail. And the reason the trusts don't fail is because we make you go through the follow-through. Go through the follow-through? I don't know. We make you do the follow-through. In fact, we've got a whole team of people. We've got a separate location down the parking lot from us, from the main building. All they do all day is make sure that your stuff is in the trust. And guess what? No one else is doing that. Because why? Well, for the first two reasons I told you about, 
right? Number one, it's not my fault. Number two, I make more money. Number three, everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it, doing it, doing it, right? Everybody is leaving the trust funding to you, which everybody knows you're not going to do, right? But the fourth thing is, it's not fun. It's actual work. We figure two to six months for to get the trust funding done, right? And people hate it. You know, I, I'm, I'm sympathetic to the idea, you know, when people start saying, you know, when by people, I mean attorneys, you know, oh, clients don't want to do it. Yeah, I, I know, I know. But you made a promise, didn't you? Oh, this is going to avoid probate. <laughs> no, it ain't. Well, it could if you followed through. And so, and that, but that's the fourth, that's the fourth thing there, you know, because um, you won't like it. It's the least popular part of our process. You know, I got, I got folks coming back to me saying, oh, you know, uh, you guys aren't very good. You guys are terrible. Uh, okay, how come we're terrible? Well, my friends, uh, you know, had a, had a trust done, and it was less expensive than you. You, you charged more than they did, which we probably did, actually. <laughs> like, okay, guilty as charged. And those guys are so good, right? My friends only had to sign once. And now I've been back here three times, you know, with, with all this stuff. Nobody else has to go through that. I've talked to all my friends. They didn't have to do all this. Why do I have to do all this work? Well, okay. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? Keep a smile on your face. What you're going to do, you know, and you explain and you say, look, yeah, but your friend's trust is going to fail because they're not doing the work that's getting done here, okay? I don't know if the, I'm asking sympathy for the devil, devil being myself, but, you know, cut me some slack, okay? Um, it's true. It's more work. If you work with us, right, it's going to be more work. It is. But at least it'll work. Am I saying work too many times? You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, what is it you do where you get a good result yeah, and it's and it's easy. There's some things are like that, right? Pancakes aren't too hard to make. On the other hand, you can make lousy pancakes, right? If you don't put the buttermilk in and you know, you can make pancakes. But pancakes are fairly easy to make. But you know the difference between one of those frozen microwave pancakes and the pancake you make yourself. There's a difference, right? If you put in the work and you actually, you don't get the, oh, just add water. If you, if you actually get the Bisquick and throw some buttermilk in there and some eggs, and blah, 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 you know, and then you, you have the, the griddle and you, you, you maintain the temperature so you don't burn it and you don't, it doesn't take too long. You know, you know what I mean? There's ways of doing practically anything that's easier and all the rest. It's easier, faster, what have you, and the result is crap. And that's what's going on with most of the state plan. I'm just saying it. You know, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Okay. To get it done correctly, it's effort. You got to put the effort in. Now, is it worth it? That's what I'm going to cover in the next segment. Uh, is it worth doing? What is it that most of state planning ignores? We'll talk about that next. You've been listening to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's 
personal attorney. This hour of the David Carrier Show is pro bono, so call in now at 774-2424. This is the David Carrier Show. Welcome back to the David Carrier Show. I'm still David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. And did I say that most of the estate planning is crap? Yes, I did. <laughs> it's undeniable. I just look at it. There it is. Now, even if it's done correctly, now here's my other point, right? It's not done correctly most of the time. I mean, trust-based estate planning, not done correctly. I don't care if you got it from a big glass box or mom and pop or whoever, okay? Um, you know, you scratch the surface of an estate planning attorney, you find somebody who's complaining about the clients for not doing the follow-through that leads to failure of the estate plan. And uh, then the instinctive reaction is to blame, is to blame you. And uh, so I, I think a lot of this stuff isn't even... It's not even on the, the things I'm talking about here. Um, if you were to put a lawyer under a, on a lie detector test, right? I think they might actually be sincere um, about not recognizing the problem, okay? Uh, and they would blame you because it is your fault, right? Um, for not following through because they got the piece of paper that says it's your fault and you didn't listen to me and yeah, 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 all that kind of stuff. And which is just, like total nonsense to me. I mean, who's the expert here? I mean, who's done this before? Uh, you haven't. This is your one time. This is your one chance to get it right. And so you go to somebody with degrees on the wall and supposed expertise, right? And you're kind of hoping that it's not going to blow up on you. And then it blows up on you. But the beauty part of that, as I said, the beauty part of it blowing up on you is it's not my fault and you'll never hold me to account because you're gone. It's your kids. It's your kids who are going to pay the price, right? Because they don't find out about it till, till later on. So, but here's the other thing, um, and this is what really, you know, absolutely uh, curdles. <laughs> this is what curdles my milk, um, so to speak, uh, burns my pancake. The whole, the fundamental notion of estate planning the way it's done, is flat wrong. It's just wrong. See, the idea is when I die and I have a pile of stuff, right, maybe a big pile, maybe a small pile, maybe a medium-sized pile, whatever, I got a pile of stuff. There's leftovers. I didn't, I didn't consume it all. Now, understand, there are people, quite a few, who have no such pile of stuff, right? Because they did consume it all. They've been living on a credit card, hoping for a, whether it's a student loan bailout or bailout of some other sort, you know, whatever. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, there are people like that, but they don't get up Sunday morning and listen to me. So we're safe talking. <laughs> so we're safe talking about them, right? They're not listening to the show anyway. So I'm talking about you, the people who actually saved money, the people who actually paid things off. People went to work and got the job and don't make excuses and on and on and on, okay? You're the ones I'm talking about. When you die, there'll be leftovers. The question is, where do the leftovers go? How do they get there? 
etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, that seems to be the dominant theme in estate planning. And to my way of thinking, it's completely wrong. It's off base. It's it's not correct because you got to get there. I mean, what did Timothy say? Right? Uh, I've I've run the race, finished the course. My life's being poured out like a libation. All that kind of stuff, right? You know, I've run the good race. I fought the good fight. Okay. Well, you're still fighting. You're still running. You're not there yet. And back in the day, and I don't mean that long ago. I mean, within the course of, uh, uh, of my career, back in the day, um, folks died a lot quicker. Older folks died quicker. All right. We didn't have all the gerontology. We didn't have all the uh, modern miracles of modern medicine that we have now. Um, that enable folks, you know, to live longer. The problem is the older you get, the greater the incidence of incapacity, right? In other words, right, you're still around, uh, lights are on, but nobody's home or not home all the time or what have you, whether it's uh, dementia, whatever the various flavors of dementia, physical incapacity, you know, should we not talk about that stuff? You know, should we just ignore it? Should we ignore the fact that 70% at age 65, you have a 70% chance of needing three years of skilled care on average. That's a 65, All right? The older you get, the higher the percentage, you know, and, and don't, don't believe me, you know, go to, go to uh, longtermcare.gov. That's an official government, federal government website. All right. Long, it's easy to remember longtermcare.gov, right? And they'll tell you how long you're going to be in there, what it costs, all the rest. I'm not asking you to believe me, all right? But that's where I'm getting my numbers from. And you say, oh, yeah, well, it's the government. Okay, fine, it's the government. What incentive do they have to get it wrong? <laughs> Who the hell knows? But anyway, point being, right? The, the problem is not if you die. The problem is if you live, okay? The problem is you wipe out your life savings. Paying for things you already paid for. Do you see? Right? You get Social Security, tax dollars at work. You get Medicare, tax dollars at work. When it comes time for long-term care, oh, no, 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 no. You know, when you needed your bypass or hip replacement or whatever, okay, did they say, oh, I'm sorry, you have too much money in your checking account. Come back and see us when you've got under $2,000. Oh, I'm sorry, you've got a cottage. You don't qualify. Oh, I'm sorry, two cars? Oh, no, we only let you have one. All right. Oh, and by the way, give us five years of your financial records before we decide whether or not we're going to let you have your bypass. They don't do that. They do when it comes to long-term care. Why? Because they can. That's why they can get away with it. All right. What if we didn't let them get away with it? Do you think that's a little bit more important, right, than going through this, uh, how do I get it to the kids? Well, yeah, I think so. I think so. All right. How do we make sure that your money works for you? Well, that's what this approach is all about. Okay. And I'll get into that in the next segment. Unless you give me a call at 616-774-2424. Get your question on the air, right? Figure it out for you. But, um, you know, if you've got a trust, if you're wondering, if you have a trust, and you say, oh, that guy said my attorney is full of crap. Oh, they said my estate plan is no good. Meh. All right, well, call me up, all right? I'm nicer in person. And, you know, we can, we can go over it if, if you'd like. 
uh, more than happy to do that. You know, we do that in person all the time, do trust reviews. We don't charge for them. Doesn't cost you anything to come on in, have a cookie and a cup of coffee, and we'll make fun of your estate plan for you. How about that? <laughs> Is that appealing? No, probably not. <laughs> probably not appealing, but at least you'll know. Isn't it good to know? I kind of think so. You've been listening to The David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.